Hey, good afternoon. I just wanted to make a few Martin Luther King Day remarks. You know, I've been on the network for a while now. I started my show, uh, The Unsanctioned Citizen, about a year ago. Um, from the sanctioned citizen to the unsanctioned citizen when I moved to Texas. It would be a, a year, like in late, late February, early March. So I just wanted to add a few remarks is that, <clears throat> so what we're asked to believe on a daily basis is pretty, pretty flawed. And I think that there's no shortage of threats or threatening behavior, people putting a fist in our face and telling us what we should and shouldn't do. I'm not going to do that today. What I'm going to tell you is if you don't get involved you know, life kind of happens to you anyway. So you have a couple of choices. You can get involved and do something on your own behalf. That's good. Always helps. You do something for others. You accrue value. People know about it. And then people start looking to you for something called leadership. Okay. Typically leadership evolves in a family situation where you know, there's, there's someone in charge and they say, okay, do this because you'll benefit. You know, I'm, I'm helping you taking care of things. I need you to, to take out the trash and do your chores, you know, in order for, for our small family society to function. And typically we love one another. Sometimes there's, you know, some dysfunction, bad things happen. You know, there has to be reconciliation. You have to be truthful with one another. Otherwise, things just start to really fall apart because I'll, I'll just give you a prime example. All right. Uh, you know, a lot of people are kind of down on Trump right now, but this is an important example. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll use examples from the left, right, center, whatever. I'll just use what's available because telling the truth is important, you know, even if it's unpopular. I just wanted to indicate that <clears throat> the melting, the instance of melting Giuliani now, Giuliani was doing the best he could to try to please the Trump faction. He was, he was really trying to play lawyer and do heavy lifting and, and soothe the distresses of the Trump, you know, empire family, what, what have you, because they were losing power. They weren't going to be reelected. And unfortunately, because he didn't have the equipment, the legal equipment or the proof equipment, he still walked out on that podium and hung himself. Uh, he was, he was sweating profusely. And when he was sweating, uh, his, his hair color to cover up his grays around his brows and, uh, and, and his lamb chops on the side began to melt. Okay. And, and stream down his face while he was delivering this, this sweaty, no proof standing on, on thin air delivery. Like he was, he was pronouncing with, with absolute nothing that Trump won and he was supposed to have proof. We were all waiting around for him. Like, okay. We were, we were waiting for the proof. Honestly, there was a, there was a national press conference. You know, all the, all the cameras were on him and all he was doing was standing there melting for Trump. That's what he did. And today he is, you know, sitting around disgraced and, you know, criminalized by the rival party, which is, you know, inappropriate 
because he took took an enormous risk and took one on the chin uh, for for Trump's ego and for his comfort. I wouldn't advise doing things that way ever. Okay. <clears throat> on the other hand, you've got social media companies and a broad institutional uh, social media aperture that has somehow been commercially seduced by the federal government, the political federal government. And there's, there's a notice. I'm just noticing that they tend to threaten on a routine basis. They know how to threaten. They know how to bully. So I'm sure that they bully to get in there and then they started controlling and controlling and telling these people what to, what to parse and what to, to throw out and what's true and what's not, even if it's, you know, the truth is true and lies are not. And then we noticed this week that they were peddling lies through Russiagate. They're like, we don't care if it's true or not. You're, you're just, we're all going to agree. This is what the truth is right now because we say so. And that's the kind of like, mobster talk that you hear, you know, three sweaty fat guys in the back of a, you know, an Italian eatery somewhere in the recesses of New Jersey, you know, all agreeing what the lie is going to be. It's going to be what we say it is. And see, that's not good enough. That's just, that's not good enough. That is also lying. So I just want to let everybody know that the lying and evil are kind of the same. And if you kind of let yourself allow yourself to kind of get seduced into the, the mind train that, that lying and evil aren't the same, that you can just do it a little bit or, you know, it's, it's not going to be anything but false. That's it. That's it. So you can lie to yourself, which is ill-advised and don't lie to yourself because the likelihood is, is high that you'll end up lying to others, but also you'll live a, a strangely crazy and deluded existence. People won't understand you after a while because they're like, this guy clearly doesn't have a grip on what reality is because he agreed or she agreed with herself about what is a lie happens to be true. So that's what happens. So I just, I wanted to clear the air on that one before I get into this Martin Luther King Day edition. So <clears throat> Martin Luther King was a man who is extolled as, a, as a, a great example of character and of social movements. And he's not to be taken lightly. You know, he was, he was a heavyweight, a, a character heavyweight in the world, you know, on par with, say, Gandhi. And the equity agenda doesn't really have a great offering of comparison because they don't, they've been busy manipulating what's true. They've been trying to tell us, you know, what is and isn't real and squeezing and contorting it through social media. Even when you're not on social media, people seem to think that that's, that's the dominant, you know, mind consensus. And, and there isn't one. That's the other thing is that this is all manufactured. They're really, you know, you have the, the consensus of your own mind, you know, a, a truth that you can arrive at easily. Like 
this color is red, this color is blue, this color is green. Okay. So when you woke up today, find one thing, if you're feeling really crazy, find one thing that you know is absolutely true and just focus on that. You know, that there's a lot of things that are crazy making in the world, but if you can find one thing that is absolutely true, just objective truth, this is true. This glass is made of silica. You know, it will lead to a path where you're like, okay, I noticed that. I can, I can notice what is real. I'm able to do this. Then you just kind of expand on that. You know, you might want to keep to yourself a little bit, but you just write down your own thoughts and you just, you just hold on to that, that understanding. I know I can know what's true. I'm not a complete and utter dupe. I, I can know what's true. I can, I can observe and attest to what is true. I don't have to go out there and take a non-paid acting job with a bunch of screaming, you know, hysterical activists. I, I know what's true. I don't have to do what I don't need to do. So there's a lot of people who come on the program, which is the unsanctioned citizen, and they'll say things like, they'll say things like, uh, Bloody revolution is the only way. And I really think that those people won't actually be on the receiving end of any of the, of the violence. They just like to run around and sound tough and say, yeah, bloody revolution is, is the way. It's the only way to reform our government. And they're not people who are particularly good at government. They haven't studied government. They don't lead anyone. They, you know, they're not taking enough risks. They're not amassing a movement to themselves. They're just angry followers who want to hit something. And, you know, they want somebody else to do this hard work for them. Government, do what I want. Pound the table, walk away. You know, that's good if you're a taxpayer, and I totally expect that. But, you know, a bloody revolution is quite a commitment. You know, and I'm, I'm kind of tired of people who actually don't do very much, who can't organize out of a paper bag, you know, vexing me with demands for bloody revolution. It's just stupid. And then you look at the extolment, this high-level figure, someone who's really, really talented in bringing people together and getting them to self-advocate and advocate for peace, advocate for a commitment to end poverty for, for all people, not just the chosen race of the day, all people. So this is Martin Luther King compared to the bloody revolution guy. The bloody revolution guy looks like a muddy, muddy garbage worker. So, I mean, don't listen to that guy. You know, I mean, you can humor him. You can, you can understand his frustration. You can, you can listen. But he doesn't have leadership. He doesn't have a plan. He doesn't make things. He doesn't manufacture societies. He doesn't care what happens to the children after the, you know, everything's, you know, blown up in the street. You know, there are orphans left behind as a kid. Yeah, revolutionaries don't care about that. They care about, you know, 
grand takeovers and standing at the top of the greasy pole. That's what they care about. They don't care about the children. They don't care about what's left. They don't care about who's going to clean up the burning buildings. You know, none, none of that is, is part of their plan. You know, it's, it's go in and wreck it. And that's the solution. Boy, that, that took no talent. People who build things, talent. People who, you know, carefully organize with strained interests. People who cultivate diplomacy skills. People who know public speaking. People who know how to, you know, read and think and consider. People who invest in their spiritual outcomes. Those are people who can lead. Those, those people, those people can lead. You know, but people who, who spin off and say, you know, well, well, violence is going to fix this. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just trust violence is going to fix this. No. You know, and, but it's the same person who'll come, you know, they'll, they'll vanguard. They'll say, yeah, bloody revolution, the only way. And then they'll turn around and they'll just put on their MLK vest. Like, you know, this is, this is the day that the Lord has made. And I, no, no, stop speeding. Stop speaking out of both sides of your neck. Pick a lane. Pick a lane. So I just wanted to indicate that, you know, just because Martin Luther King was a grand figure of good societal outcomes, he was still sacrificed by the FBI government of the 1960s. And and so was John F. Kennedy, you know, sacrificed by the CIA government of the 1960s. Are we going to be terrified of the CIA and the FBI government of the 1960s forever? You know, are we going to, yeah, are we going to chronically be scared for the rest of our existence? Are we going to be cowed into a corner because government of the 1960s killed these two major figures? We can't. And this is where I'm drawing the line. We can't do that anymore. We can't be run into a corner and told, you know, Fists in our face, because there's a lot of people with fists in our face. Fists in our face Tuesday. Fists in our face Monday on, on Martin Luther King Day. World Economic Forum tomorrow. Who's going to sanction me for chewing gum? It's there. How do you want to live? You know, there's, there's, no, there's no difference. There's going to be bullies. You know, you just have to wake up and decide, you know what? I'm going to do what I need to do. And if this bully gets in my way, they don't have a valid reason. And then you learn to fight. You are going to get punched by bullies. You have to learn to fight. You have to learn to get friends and get together and get involved. And those bullies will not go on forever if you find a bigger person. If you find a stronger person, if you find somebody to get together with who will cause the authorities to reason with them. So, I mean, it doesn't go on forever. It's, it's the quality of you not tolerating it and doing something differently, doing something about it. So I'm going to wrap it up. Again, we're not going to let, I'm not going, mm, me, I am not going to let. The government in the 1960s 
of the United States government who killed Martin Luther King and John F. Kennedy cow me into a corner forever and say, if you lead a social movement, you shall be killed. We'll watch you. Well, that's not good enough. It just isn't. You know, I'm not going to live low because the government ha- can't, you know, tolerate a little bit of social movement to get them get themselves correct. Now, if they want to run themselves criminally into the ground, they're not going to have my help. That's it. I'm going to oppose it. I'm going to tell them to go piss up a tree. I'm going to make problems for them. But I'm not going to I'm not going to go along with it. I'm going to do something about it. So, the do nothing Light it on fire and walk away like this is some sort of, you know, action movie where there's no consequences. That's bullshit. And the government is bullshit. So both people want me to live in fear of, of extreme acts of violence. No. I'm going to do something else. So I'm going to act. I'm going to do what I'm doing right now. I'm going to speak out. I'm going to add wisdom to this. And then I'm going to tell people, I'm going to keep writing to a congressman, I'm going to keep advising them, I'm going to keep inspiring them, and keep inspiring you. Because this cannot stand, okay? You know, there's always going to be another one. There's always going to be another bully. So you just have to learn how to deal with it. <clears throat> but you don't do it by yourself. Get friends. And yeah, you're going to get punched in the face every now and then. You know, it's going to be a hard day, but don't, don't let that become your life. There's other things that are going on that you cannot let that become your life. You got to make some changes. It's a new year. Don't be on the underside of, of people who, who like to threaten and don't join the gang. It's the other thing is like, don't join a gang. This isn't a prison. United States is a free country. If you don't want to go along with something that's terrible policy, no policy, don't do it. Don't add your power to that. So who do we have with us? We have Samantha and we have Mace. So I, I really appreciate you guys listening to me. Um, I think that there's a great deal of <sighs> consensual work that we have to do as, as, as spiritual beings and as human beings. And I, I think that it's really entitled time, you know, just have a think to yourself, like, what, what could I be doing differently? You know, how can I build something? How can I make something? How can I, how can I help someone feel loved and useful? You know, someone who's ordinarily, you know, discarded or who doesn't have a lot of help. You know, that's the kind of stuff that Martin Luther King would do on his day off. So I'm going to try to figure out how to do that. I probably won't excel immediately, you know, and I'll probably fail at it a lot. But if I don't do anything, I can guarantee that nothing will happen. And then it seeds to, to the entropy. And I'm not going to let that happen. So thanks for joining. Um, I hope you have a wonderful Martin Luther King Day. You know, just know that the threats are still going to be there. And, uh, and you have you have the honest to do something about it so have a think on that